Thank you for joining our podcast, How to Hire. Not at all. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. So first, could you tell us about uh, Gecko Board Team and your growth plan by the end of this year? Sure. So um, at the moment, we're um, 36 employees, most of them based here in London, but uh, we also have people in um we have somebody in India and uh, somebody in France and then a few in the United States as well. Uh, but the most, most of the people are here in the London office. Um, we have uh, a very sustained approach to, to growing the team. We basically do it uh, as, as and when revenues allow us to. It's allowed us to double the team size in 2015, grow again in 2016, and we've got fairly expansive plans for 2017. Um, we're going to be hiring across all parts of the business, in particular product and engineering, uh, but also uh, in marketing uh, as we come into quarter two. Um, so I'd anticipate we'd be um, adding a substantial number of uh, extra teammates by the end of this year. Wow, sounds great. I can see that you have like partly of a team's remote and you also hire like, across all departments of the business. So I can guess that your hiring process is a bit diverse, but could you describe a typical one that you would always structure your hiring process around? Sure, um, you're absolutely right. The uh, the hiring process is quite diverse. I mean, it depends on whether someone's here uh, in the office or, or remote. Um, one common theme across uh, when, when we're doing any sort of hiring is, is to try as best we can to, uh, to stay away from the usual sort of interviews that don't really glean that sort of really practical information and try and, and put an emphasis on uh, really understanding how is this person going to fit into our team and, and what they might be like to work with. And that gives them a, a chance to see what it's like to work with us as well. So I think it's a more honest appraisal. Uh, so for example, in customer success, we will always ask, um, not necessarily for qualifications um, or experience, but um, you know, we'll ask them to do some tasks that customers frequently have have trouble with uh, with with Gecko board and ask them to, to to complete some of that and then we'll we'll give them an example of uh, a customer query that might come in um, they don't need to have product specific knowledge in order to be able to answer it it's usually something like uh, hello customer support I'm, I'm going to cancel my plan uh, can you do that for me thank you and then try and solicit what sort of response they would give to that it gives you a very good impression of of you know how they might react in in, in a real life situation it also gives you an opportunity to see how they might um react to prickly or thorny responses um in in when we're hiring engineers um there there are several steps to that process the first of which uh after basic screening is 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 the telephone screen and then if that's successful, then we'll we'll set a coding challenge, uh, which is something quite lightweight. It's not it's, it's not very heavy, uh, and they can complete that in their own time. That gives us an opportunity to uh, to see how they go about approaching um, problem solving. They get through that stage, and they come into the office. Uh, and they will meet um, quite a quite a lot of the team at that point in time, um, and they will. Um, expand upon their 
solution to the coding challenge uh, in a, uh, we'll do some pair coding with some of the team in here. We'll also go through the architecture of our systems and, and uh, give them a flavor of this type of work that they might be working on. All right, that sounds really great. Uh, it's really nice to hear that you actually involve your team in the hiring process. And we see that it doesn't happen that often. Because like, usually CEO or HR manager will just assume that yeah this is their responsibility and they will just do that alone. Do you already involve your team at the beginning, uh, like when you just start hiring your first employee already, or did you see that as something that you have learned along the way? Um, I think it's been important from day one uh, that teammates are invo involved in the hiring process. Uh, we. We place a huge emphasis on on happiness uh, in the workplace, and and part of that is is working with people that you um, you respect and and that you can get along with. Uh, which isn't to say that you know, you know it's it's all the same type of person. In fact, it's not. We've got a, a very diverse range of different backgrounds, and we 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 believe in. Uh, you know, having a very plural group of people, a very diverse set of backgrounds and different ways of viewing the world. Um, but that also has to be balanced with the fact that people need to be able to get on with uh, with, with the people that they're working with. And so, um, yes, we've, we've done that from a, a fairly early stage. Um, and and it's not something that um, I, I think we, we take out of the process at this point in time. Uh, if there's one person making a decision, you've got, you've got one uh, you know, they could be blinded by a, a whole number of factors when making that decision. Um, and given that you know, the culture and a long-term sustainable culture is very important to us, um, it, it, it is, it's, it's vital that the rest of the team are bought into the recruitment process. Uh, yeah, and so I think when we approach decisions like this, uh, it, it has to be, you know, nobody's got a a veto. Nobody can say absolutely no way, but um, it is a discussion, and um, and it's, it's 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 everyone's everyone's voice is heard in that. Um, but as we grow, we've had to kind of look at this uh, because you can't have every every team member involved in every hire. So um, yeah. yeah, we tried to take a pragmatic approach. Yeah, I can imagine if you have like thirty six team members involved in every candidate, it will take a lot of time. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that would be a I don't think that'd be a sensible approach. Uh, to go back a little bit, um, before like you have candidates applying, how did you find candidates? Like, do you just post jobs on job boards, or do uh, you use referral? Yes, yeah, so most of the team have come via referrals, but that takes a while to spin up, and it's also it isn't necessarily the the quickest means. I think in common with a lot of um, tech startups, we um, we have difficulty in in just seeing the the number of available candidates. You know, I think that there's 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 a problem on the supply side. There's absolutely no doubt about it. High quality candidates um, that that you know, are a good cultural fit are not. Um, just not falling from the trees. Um, so we've used a, a number of things. We've gone to job fairs. We uh, uh, we uh, advertise in the usual places, places like LinkedIn or Stack Overflow or GitHub Jobs or all of these kind of places. And then we uh, we have used recruiters in the past. That's been a, a, a mixed bag for us. I think our experience with recruiters has been very hit and miss. Uh, uh, at the moment, we're kind of taking a break 
from from using external recruiters. Um, the ones that we have used in the past um, have have. It's, it's we've had varying experiences such that um, you know <laughs> put it this way I think we're um, we feel a little bit more confident just excluding that as a as a source of candidates at this point in time. And you mentioned like it's hard to find cultural fit candidates, and um, it's actually really hard. Like we also experienced it here. As you mentioned, the work, the task trial, it's good to reveal the technical skills of the candidates, but how do you? see if they are cultural fit or not. Do you have a uh, solution to this? So nothing other than actually speaking to the candidate themselves and really trying to, to work this out. I think it's important not just for um, us as an organization, it's also important for the candidate um, that, that that there is a good fit there. Um, and we have we have certain values that, that we talk about from from the job application all the way through the interview process. And we want to make sure that they're, they're really understood. At the same point, we want to understand from any potential candidates really what they're looking for in their next job. And I don't just mean, you know, I want to be working on X, Y, and Z. I, it's like, what is it that they want out of work? Where do they see work fitting into their life? Um, for us, you know, work-life balance is an exceptionally important part of that. You know, culture that I believe makes Gekkeboard a special place to work. And, you know, we, you can see it reflected in, I mean, we do employee MPS every quarter. Um, the most recent one was, was 90. The one before that was 86. These are very high scores. Yeah. You can see it also on our Glassdoor profile where uh, both you know, former employees and current employees have, have put up their, their thoughts on what, what it's like to work at Gekkeboard. And and, and as a result, you know, this is something that we want to to make sure is a really good fit with the candidate, and the candidate needs to make sure that they they're comfortable with that, and that's something that they want as well. Um, so, how do we make sure that by having an open and honest conversation, telling telling candidates about what we stand for, also being clear about what we don't stand for, um, and 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 hoping that people select in uh, based on that. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, it's when you have a, a technical aspect to an interview, it's more easy to, to assess somebody's capability. But the culture side is, is, is a lot is a lot more different to that. Um, and so, no, we don't have a, a very quick and easy test. It is about a constant com conversation and uh, and trying to be as clear as possible with candidates up front and hope that we get that in return. All right. Well, it's really nice to know. Let's get into the technical perspective uh, as we are both tech companies uh, we're really curious do you use any tools in your hiring process we have um, we have an applicant tracking system that we chose a couple of years ago um, but uh, honestly it's fairly low fidelity um, we we track where we put jobs up using uh, Google Docs and a spreadsheet uh, when we have a lot of people uh, interviewing a candidate, they will fill out a Google form that, that, that goes to a spreadsheet that can then be um, seen once everyone has filled in their feedback so that we can try and eliminate um, groupthink and, and, and uh, echo chamber style responses. Um, but other than that, no, we don't, we don't use any, um, we don't use any technology. I mean, I mean be interested. Do you, do you guys use any, any technology on your side to, to help with the interview process? Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, we use our home product. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. it's the best way to test our product as well, that we use it. So we use uh, Recruity to um, make job opening, post it to job boards, and then candidates applying, they also have to fill out an application 
form. So yeah, instead of Google form, we have this function built in. And then they will be all in recruiting and then any team members involved in the hiring process will reveal the candidates also there. And we can see everything at the same time. It's very transparent and it helps us reach the decision faster. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Thank you. About the hires, apparently if you hire for different roles, you will have different expectations. But is there a common thing or like the most important thing that you are looking for in any new hires? Yeah, I, I think, um, as I mentioned, culture fit is, is, is probably the most important thing. I think early on, I mean, a few years ago, um, we made, you know, we made some hires that, that weren't a great culture fit. And, and we learned from that. and We got our fingers burnt somewhat uh, during that experience. And, and, and that is kind of, you know, that really kind of forced us to think about this as a serious issue uh, during, during the process. Um, so the common kind of thread across it would probably be, you know, smart, creative, problem-solving people who are who are curious. Um, we want people not just because of their technical ability and what they can bring to the table, but actually how they how they um, how they get on in a, in a team environment, uh, where sometimes there's a lot of unknowns. Sometimes there is a number of people with different perspectives and different thoughts and views. Uh, and and how do how do they handle that? How, is is that something that they're open to? Uh, are they open to having their 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 views challenged and their minds changed, uh, or is this uh, more of a sticking point? I think for us, um, we still do a huge amount of discovery. Um, our customers are constantly kind of like we're learning so much from them, and our understanding of what this market is and what people need is is evolving constantly. So there is no set way of doing you know, uh, of, of approaching a given set of problems we're not we're not another crm or another we're trying to invent a different category of, of software uh, and so that requires a mindset that is that is genuinely plastic and curious and strive to truly understand the problem that we're solving as opposed to just putting in the hours to get something done and not really knowing where why and where all right. And as I can see, you have founded and worked with GeckoBoard for six years, right? That's correct. So all those six years, what is the most challenging thing that you have found in hiring? Uh, sourcing. I think the, the most challenging thing is finding a supply of great quality candidates um, in our market at this point in time. Uh, that has definitely been the number one problem that, that, uh, that we've faced. Um, there is so much competition. Uh, you know, we're in London. There's, first of all, there's there's competition for uh, from other startups, uh, which of course is, is is always going to be attractive to some segment of people. But there's also competition from hedge funds and investment banks and and people who have uh, organisations that have much deeper pockets than our own, and also I think traditionally seen as higher status jobs. And so you get a a bunch of of, of very kind of smart um, uh, candidates who I think, you know, uh, would, wouldn't necessarily consider a startup as a viable career choice, you know, moving into things like finance and, and, and banking and whatnot. I believe that that's changing and I'm, and I'm happy that it is. Uh, I think um, startups offer a viable alternative that, that uh, allow particularly the, the more um, 
the more curious and and open-minded and people who are being open to kind of like to new experiences like it, it gives them a viable alternative to the banks but yeah i think the the biggest problem is sourcing high quality candidates uh, and doing that at any sort of scale is difficult yeah it is really difficult especially in technology right yeah. And so you also mentioned before that one of the biggest uh, like selling point we board to candidates is that you have great culture and you focus a lot on personal development. Is that one of your solutions to tackle this challenge? Yeah, I think you know there's I think there's a perception and I think it's 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 grounded in reality that you know that there's there's like startups are about like crunching it's about doing kind of ridiculous hours sleeping under the desk all of those kind of things um like that may work for for some organizations it isn't how we like to do things i mean my start at Board, my background i used to work in a technical capacity um for financial institutions here in london um and technology companies and um you know in those places people used to get up, uh, get, get, come into work uh, to make sure that they're there five minutes before their boss arrives and they leave at five past boss. Uh, and you know, it's about putting time on, you know, making sure that people can see that you're there, you're working. I always left at, uh, at around five o'clock, um, but I could feel the, the eyes burning in the back of my head as I did so because um, lots of people were, were expected to stay on later, even though they weren't being productive. So the two reasons I started Gecko Board, well, the first one was because I believe that this product wanted and needed to exist. And I wanted to uh, I wanted to be part of that. I wanted to make it happen. And the second was that I believe that you know there's, there's a more sustainable way to work. I have a, a wife and two kids, and I really enjoy spending time with them. Uh, and I don't believe it should be an either or. Um, you know, choice to turn it to work hard and work on something great and work on something ambitious uh, and spend time with the people that you love uh, and um, that has been like the cornerstone um, of, of Gecko Board from, from day one and that permeates all of our thinking including hiring and strategy and how we grow and become a long-term sustainable business if we are a flash in the pan and we can burn through people, and uh, and you know you can might you know somebody might say that like it's 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 a short term thing, and you know, you'll flip the company or something like that. We believe that we're building a product to last. We believe that we're establishing a new market, and as a result, um, we need to keep hold of people and and make sure that this is a great place for them to work. Um, so we measure that empirically and and qualitatively. We discuss it. It's 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 top of our um, thoughts uh, whenever we're thinking about expanding the team and how we do this uh, as well as you know what what can we offer people who are already here and so this isn't a uh, a checkbox to be ticked off this is something that we live and we breathe every single day and I think you know I think uh, you know it, it is it is difficult to convey that because uh, this isn't an uncommon thing to say I believe it's a relatively uncommon thing to actually you know a lot of people talk to talk, but not many walk the walk. Mm. Uh, and I think we've seen um, you know, a certain amount of cynicism when people first joined Gecko Board that, you know, okay, well, this is what you told me during the interview and this is what you're telling us. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's, it's natural that people are cynical about those kind of things because they've probably heard it all before. Um, but um, I think once people have been here for a few weeks and, and certainly a, a few months, um, they realize that this isn't, 
uh, you know, a, a checkbox or something that yep. we just talk about. This is something that we live and we breathe, and that's uh, vital uh, to our success as a company. Uh, which is why I think we have such uh, low staff turnover and, and great retention rates. Yeah, that's really nice to hear that you implemented it since day one. And Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. like I say, it was one of the reasons I wanted to start my own business in the first place. And um, I also believe that during the six years of hiring, there must be something that you have changed your mind about around it, or you have learned along the way that you didn't think about at first. Um, I think I, I think one of the, the things that I, I, I kind of assumed, and, and this is out of pure ignorance, and I know this is going to sound like fairly fairly silly now, um, was that you know particularly as we're small and, and we were growing, we had a small team, you know, a couple of people and you know four, eight, you know, twelve people. Uh, it's very easy to to assume that that level of communication uh, or that level of like understanding that you have as a small team um, will continue. But at a certain point, when you get to a certain number of people, uh, and I don't know where that is. I think maybe maybe 15, 20 people, like you suddenly need kind of systems and processes in place in order to maintain that culture. And that has to be something that you actively work on, um, the open communication and, and ensuring that everyone understands what's going on. Uh, and I think maybe my assumption in the early days was that that could be something organic and fluid and happen automatically, uh, where and then my, my thing is the opposite now is that this needs to be worked on it needs to be um, you know structured like any other piece of work and we need to make priorities around it and and set um, objectives and 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 work towards uh, making like culture sustainable uh, it's not something that will happen organically and uh, I think um, that was probably my my if, if I could go back in time and and uh, and and teach myself something that that would probably be it um but uh you know i think it doesn't take a lot to 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 make some great strides in this area and uh last but not least question do you have any advice for entrepreneurs of like fast growing companies in need of hiring some superstar for the team um i i, I Try and shy away from advice on account of the fact that every company is different and every culture is different. Um, what I would say is is that we have found it helpful um, to make active decisions um, around stuff. So there is the hire fast, fire fast like thing that a lot of organizations sign up to. Um, we hire fairly slowly. Um, we want to make sure that there's a good fit. Uh, we have found that just bringing warm bodies and onto seats and, and expecting um, the culture thing to work itself out isn't, um, isn't, it doesn't work for us. Mm. Uh, so we, we like to, to make active decisions at every step of the way. Uh, and, and that includes like taking our time to make sure that there's a good fit. You know, the, the old um, analogy of like there being taps and drains within an organization. Some people like, are additive and they add things to your organizations and some people, you know, take take things away. Uh, and um, I think if you hire too quickly, uh, you get too many drains. Uh, and so um, we we would rather, uh, the, the, the phrase that we've used in the, in the past, and it may sound a little crude, is that we'd rather have a, a hole in our org chart than an asshole. Uh, and, um, and, and if that kind of 
um, if somebody comes in and they could, they can be quite disruptive, they're inflexible, they're not very open. Um, it can lead to all sorts of uh, hits, maybe not productivity-wise in the short term, but certainly in the long term, but also in terms of how happy people are at work. Right. It's really nice. Thank you for sharing. And uh, yeah, thank you for your time a lot. No problem, Heidi. Thank you. And, uh, and best of luck.